You can't come back from that. You just got smooched. Bro, is that... What are you going to do? Is that assault? Like, I don't know what that is, bro. Like, that's so weird. That's that- so funny, bro. I fucking love that. That's so funny, bro. He got right up in his face and just smooched him. Oh, that's my God. So like, yeah, like, good. what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? His mouth looked a little bit open, too, facts. Yo, yo, what's up? I am Bo Allen. My friends call me the Butter King, seven-year NFL vet out of Wisconsin. Go Badgers. And I'm Nate Collins, a.k.a. Dr. Facts. Four years in the NFL, out of Virginia. Wahoo, wah. Facts. Let me tell you what I'm torqued about, brother. You ready? I got a lot for you this week. Go ahead. Lay lay it on me. Lay it on me. I mean, I've been on a big music kick lately. Uh, We were, you know, been listening to a lot of Usher. He's got so many hits. Yeah, and uh, also, I was just at the Drake and J Cole concert over the weekend. Made me think of you. I'm not like I've said this before. I'm not a huge Drake guy. How great was the concert? It was fucking awesome, bro. It was at Amelie Arena. It was fucking great. It was hit after hit after hit. (laughs) I'm not hating. I'm not hating. You I can't like Drake. Hate. Like, I'm just not a Drake hate. guy. I'm not going to be in the in the concert singing every word of every song. Like no, but it doesn't heart. matter. It doesn't matter. Every, every song that came on that were bangers, you were like, bangers. damn. Yeah, you were thinking. Of, you were thinking back to the bitches you were messing around <laughs> with and just remembering no, different. This shit things. reminded me of the locker room, bro. See? Like, it, See? It, like how many times have you heard every? Like, I feel like every year. That was in the NFL. There's a new Drake album that came out, and it would just be on in the locker room constantly. And, like, he only played his hits, man. And then J. Cole also was fucking great. Like, he's an artist, man. Like, Drake, Drake's a celebrity, okay? J. Cole is an artist. You artist. know what I mean? And J. Yes. Cole was – he killed it. The music and shit, like, it was a fucking good show, man. So I want to give you some love for that. <laughs> not a Drake guy. I like Drake. I'm not a Drake guy, though. But the concert was fucking awesome. Bro, what's nuts is Drake has been touring, like, me and my girl – went to his concert like before we had our baby like in june and think about it like he did it for the first half of this tour whatever he's doing with 21 savage and we got the we got the concert with 21 savage and i'm wondering i'm seeing all the clips of him doing with j cole how long did j cole get because 21 savage only got like 30 minutes out of like a three hour show. And I wonder if it was like the same formula for J Cole. It was actually a good formula. So there's an opener that I, we kind of missed. Cause like, you know, we went out before and then, uh, Drake came on, played all of his fucking hits, like all the classics. And then J Cole came on and played probably like 30 minutes. And then Jake, or Drake and J. Cole played did their song. Yep. Yep. And a then couple, uh, a couple songs. Drake did like some of his newer stuff. I mean, it was it was really fucking good, man. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. So but I wanna I wanna give you some love. Drake concert's good. Had to talk about that. Also, wanna take this second, like I said, I've been on music kick. I watched the Grammys last night. Couple things I wanna hit that I was torqued about. My girl Miley Cyrus, bro. I'm a big fucking Miley Cyrus fan. She got her first Grammy. So that was awesome to she see. She got a couple, the, right? Yeah, I mean that, but it's crazy that she hasn't won before. So I was, I was hyped for, for Miley. She put on a good show. She looked good. I'm a big Miley fan. You like that? You like that hair, like that blowout hair look? I kind of did. Like, dude, she's got that, like, that hot rocker, like, edgy rocker <laughs> look going. And it's a far cry from Hannah Montana. And I'm fucking here for it, bro. She's eating at the She Grammys. looked like a 70s, like, fitness instructor <laughs> to yeah, me with I, that dude, hair. It was doing it for me, man. Uh, so I was torqued on that. Also, I was mega torqued. On uh, fucking Fast Car, Tracy Chapman, Luke Combs, the collab. Like, dude, I got chills. Oh, that's a fucking great song, man. Don't, you can't tell me otherwise. That's a banger. 
<laughs> Don't disagree with me. I'm not gonna have I'm, it. I, I, I'm not, bro. Like that is, those are the country singers. No, dude. Oh, See? you know this song. See? You know nope. Fast Car. Nope. Nope. nope okay. Nope, well, nope. I'll, I'll I'll educate you on that. And then a couple other things, like just like seeing all the all the fits at the red carpet. You know, I didn't realize Doja Cat was so scary. Like she looks scary. <laughs> She's a forehead tattoo. Came out like her nips were popping out. She has see through dress on with a giant bush. Like Doja, what are we doing, man? Do you uh do you think Trevor Noah is funny? Yeah. Word. Okay. Do you? We could move on. <laughs> Let's I, I talk mean, about what I'm talking about. Yeah, tell me what you're talking about. I like I don't think he's like the funniest motherfucker in the world, but I think yeah. he's like he's a comedian. He's pretty good. Like I don't think he I don't think he falls flat too often. But yeah, tell me what you're talking about, facts. What you got? Yo, I am absolutely torqued. For Vegas, I know it's two weeks in a row, but we're actually Super Bowl heading pot, out. Baby. Yeah, heading out to Vegas. Super Bowl vibes. I just got an IV today, guys. Like I'm ready to go. I feel shit, right? I feel amazing. Got the restoration IV, and I put some glutamine in there. There you go. So like I'm ready to work out. I'm ready to party. I'm ready to work. It's gonna be amazing. Facts. You know what I learned recently? What is that? This is what our boy Cam Bray told me last week. You can get these IVs and they'll put Toradol in them. So Holy next time you get an IV, get some of that vitamin T in there along with the glutamine and everything else. Get that B12. I don't need to, I don't need to feel like I can w- walk through a door right now because if I did, <laughs> I probably would just try it. And, and Dude, I don't want, I don't want to do that. Some vitamin T will get you right for Vegas week. Bro, I already know. That vitamin T used to warm your body up and it's nice and oh. chilly right now. That would feel good. <laughs> Facts, we're doing a Super Bowl pop, bro. Got a fucking... I toss the ring on for the Super Bowl pod, my guy. It's the only time of the year where I can wear my Super Bowl ring, you know? That's all I got. That's fire. Yeah, so, I mean, I got to tell you, man, I'm I'm fucking stoked to head out to Vegas, too, but I truly think that this trip will take, like, a couple years off my life, so. Whoa, that's crazy. Why do you feel that way? You know, Vegas, there's just a lot going on, man. Vegas without the Super Bowl is a lot, and now we got the Super Bowl. We got Usher. He's going to be in town. Fucking Taylor Swift's coming to town. A bunch of football players, a bunch of my old teammates are going to be there. We're going to be gone There's before Taylor gets on. there. I think we're going to yeah, be gone before Taylor gets there. So we I'm kind of happy about that. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not claustrophobic, but big, big crowds, which I anticipate like Vegas is going to be like. It's not that they like they scare me. It's just I'm anxious to see like how kind of like hectic it is going to be dude the creatures are always out in vegas regardless and the, combine that with the super bowl like the creatures are going to be out there's going to be people fucking up and down the strip it, it, it dude it's going to be wild i'm excited to see like what's going to be like in the lobby of the hotels tell me what you're most excited about doing this week though Fax. bro i told you already bro it's not going to change it's the fucking buffets bro <laughs> so all the parties that we're going to the concerts the thing you're most <laughs> torqued about is the buffet at the wind. Like I said, here's the thing with the parties, bro. Like, I feel like me mentally, I'm so, like, out of date with, like, clubbing and the club atmosphere. And, like, Vegas is, like, the top tier. Like, if you're in the United States, if you want to experience, like, a top tier club, it's probably going to be Vegas and or Miami, I think. I think Miami has 11, which is, like, everyone, like, world known. Everyone knows about it. And if you experience that, that's, like, 
holy shit, this is a club. Like, this place is huge. There's a, so much going on. And I feel like Vegas, every club is kind of at that caliber. Like, I'm in Charlottesville, bro. <laughs> like, I, I'm in Charlottesville. And, like, our clubs are crossovers, restaurants during the day. Like, so it's it's not the same atmosphere so, like, I, I guess I get anxious just about that and everything that comes I, with I it. I feel you, bro. I'll be there for you. I'm not a huge club guy, but, like, I'm all about my boys are doing it. I'm doing it. So, we'll go to the club. We'll have a good time. <laughs> no, I'm definitely excited to have a good time. I'm excited to drink. I'm going to I'm gonna try to work out. Like, I've been on this workout, like, this hey, workout. I'll work out with you fast. Yeah, bro. Like, I don't want to stop going to the gym because like we're going to be out there for work so speaking of super bowls lucky for me lucky for us at facts and the king we have someone who has been to a super bowl and has actually won a super bowl and has been in the confetti the the light at the end of the tunnel for any nfl player um realistically is to win a super bowl and you had the experience my co-host bo the butter king what can you tell tell us like your best memory best couple memories from um going to the super bowl and winning well first of all the coolest thing for me is i was in minnesota i grew up in minnetonka which is like you know 20 minutes <laughs> west of Minneapolis. the waters of lake minnetonka the waters of lake minnetonka baby so i had so much so many friends and family there um but just like the fact that it was in Minnesota is really special for me. Uh, just being a hometown kid, which is like, cool. Like you never think things are going to work out like that. But then like just after the game, like my parents got to come down on the field, very surreal moment, just enjoying that with your parents, kind of your, your loved ones. And then just like my grandma was at the game, a bunch of my boys from high school, aunt, uncle, a bunch of cousins, my brother, my sister. Like I had like 20, 30 people there. It was, it was really fucking awesome. So just to kind of have everybody involved, you know, and, and have it be in Minnesota and Minneapolis, like, that was that was pretty cool for me. So on the other hand, with that, it being in your hometown, how was that acquiring tickets? And what was the process Dude. for you when it came to ranking of how many <laughs> tickets you were going to either get or be yeah. able to get? And then divvying out with your family members after your immediate family, mom, dad, sister, like yeah. how, how did you mentally get ready for that ranking Dude. process of figuring that out? It was such a grind. So what people don't realize is you get two free tickets to the Super Bowl. Sixteen hundred each. Exactly. They're sixteen hundred bucks each. And and then you have to pay for the rest and you have access to up to ten. Like I said, this shit was in Minnesota. I had so many people hitting me up for tickets. And you know this fact. Like there's some ways to kind of finesse different tickets. There's ticket yeah. brokers and things like that. But like, thank God, my Uncle John, shout out to Uncle John, because he bought tickets for his whole family to come watch me play in the Super Bowl. So, like, I was kind of good Uncle there. John, like, the uncle, real MVP. Yeah. The, the guy, and my cousin Gretchen was there. She actually got me this hat. Oh. Shout out to Gretchen. But then uh, I actually – so I got those 10 tickets all in the lower bowl for, like, my mom, you know, sister, brother, grandma, stuff like that. And then I was able to finesse 10 extra tickets because the president of the Eagles – owed me a little bit of a favor. And so he wow. got me access to 10 more tickets, which was fucking huge. Wow. And so I put all my buddies from high school kind of up in the upper decks, but you know, I got them for face value. I sold them to them or I just, you know, gave them to them uh, like face value or whatever. And they were all there too. So it was cool to have all my boys there and 
you know, a bunch of cousins. And there's so many people asked me for tickets, bro, that week. And I was fucking pissed. So other than that being kind of like a distraction, what, what other big distractions kind of come with, um, the, this week, the guys, what are, what are, what are some of the distractions guys are going to go through this week yeah. in Vegas leading up Dude. to the game? I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, especially <laughs> for the guys that aren't really playing, you know, they're going to have like everything available to them, like all these different things. I, I'm sure that the team hotels will be on absolute lockdown. You know what I mean? Like they'll probably have pretty straight curfew rules. But for me, like I said, cause it was in Minnesota, dude. Like I had so many people like, Hey, I heard you're in town. Like what kind like, of curfew like, rules did you guys have? Like how, like how late I think was it was like 11, you okay, know what okay. I mean? But bro, it's so exhausting. Like all the, all the like attention, all the focus, all the emotions. <laughs> and then it's like late in the year, man. So like you go through a 17 game regular season these days and then the playoffs, like your body's beat, man. You're just drained. And so now you have the biggest game of your life with so many different distractions, so many different people hitting you up about it. Like such a big stage. And it's, dude, it's exhausting. I, I don't think people realize how much of a grind the week or the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl is for the teams, the players on the teams. I just remember thinking to myself, like, holy shit, like, it's like Tuesday of game week. Can we just get to this fucking game already? Like, this is exhausting. I'm so tired of all these interviews of, like, these, you know, radio row. Like, you have to go do this media stuff of people hitting me up, like, feeling like I got to text people back about this. Like, dude, it's exhausting. And then at the same time, like, you're trying to do all your normal game prep. You know what I mean? Like, you want to play your best game. So you're trying to do everything you can to get your body right, to try to stick to – you know how it is. Like, during the course, yeah. of, course of the season, man, like, you you develop this routine. Yep. You try to stick to it as much as possible to get your body feeling good and, you know, prepare for the game. It's hard, man. With you saying that, is it crazy that, like, we're going to be out there with green light and kind of, like – we're going to be on the other side of that burden yeah. <laughs> for these players. Yeah. We're, we're going to be the media members bothering them about different shit, but no, it, it'll be fun to kind of, you know, see it from the other side of the fence. You know what I mean? Like we don't really have, we have our media obligations and our pod stuff that we're doing, but like once that's over, like we can kind of, you know, we can kind of roam and go crazy. So we get to have fun while they're all prepping for the game. It's just interesting. It'll be fun to experience both. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait. And then just talk about like winning. Like, I mean, after the celebrating and being on the field and you have to go through the whole process, like yeah. after you're done showering and getting dressed and getting to the family section, what's the next plan of action? Super Bowl after party, baby. And they usually have one like set up for the team and the family, that type of situation. Yeah, they have a big party. Like you bus over there from the stadium. And I mean, we were at the at the after party till like, you know, three, four AM just exhausted, bro. I had I don't think I drank for like a year and a half, two years or something. I was like, fuck it, we win the Super Bowl, like I'm gonna drink. Wow. And I did. And I had a great time, man. And so like but I can't, I remember like we, you know, went to bed. It was so weird for me because like after the party you go to bed and then you take the team plane back at like eight AM. Like there were guys that like didn't even go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're out all night, come back, pack their bags in like five minutes and they hop on the team plane. But it was weird for me because I was in Minneapolis getting on the team plane to go back to Philly. But, you know, you got to get <laughs> back to Philly for the Super Bowl parade. I'll tell you what, facts. It was a pretty good time, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Bro, it, it seems like it. It seems like it. I remember watching the game and just being so excited for Chris and just knowing like, that as a as a player like that's what you work for your 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 entire life is to try to get to that game and then just for him to do it the way he did he went to New England and got one and then decided to leave and came to Philly and it's just like 
that's like like getting struck by lightning kind of it's just like picking the 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 right team to go to and him and Laguerre Blunt being like two of the only people who've kind of ever done that before that's kind of dope just being you're, like you're a doppelganger yeah <laughs> <laughs> being close to Chris and knowing that um he did that and he's a part of he's a part of history with that so super dope super dope all right hey one thing i want to mention i can't even tell you how many people hit me up the week of the super bowl trying to get insider info ha! on like the prop bets like everyone's like hey hey what kind of gatorade colors you you guys been drinking all week at practice like what's gonna be in the cooler <laughs> i'm like motherfucker i have no idea it's like one of the most closely guarded secrets like none of the trainers know uh they don't know till the day of they like you know what I mean? Like they keep it like this big secret. But these, I was looking at some of these Super Bowl prop bets. I figured we could do a little pick them here, facts. So, folks, you want to run us through some of these prop bets? Come facts, and I will tell you what we're thinking, and we'll we'll see how we come out. Y'all know, hey, it's all about gambling in Vegas, baby. All about exactly. Gambling. And I will say, I was shamelessly one of the people that has already asked you if you had any intel as to what color yeah. the Gatorade would be. <laughs> and no. unfortunately, you had nothing to give me. I got nothing. All you got to do, folks, is just slide into every player's DMs. Yeah. yeah, that apparently is the next move. I'll just tell him that, you know, my math class is doing a contest for a $15 Starbucks gift card and a get out of homework pass. Yeah. And I'll literally DM every single guy on the Chiefs roster to ask him what color the Gatorade is. Do you see that fact? Finesse King, man. People are sickos. They have too much time on their hands. Unbelievable. But so for some of the props, first prop bet, tail all this time, you've got the coin toss. You've got heads or tails at plus 100 some interesting information for you it has been tails in seven of the last 10 super bowls and the team that has won the coin toss has lost eight of the last nine super bowls so which way do you think it's going this year tails never fails i'm going heads baby tails never fails it's 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 evident but the the stat that you just said it, it it probably is better to go heads and try to lose i'm saying heads all right, we've got a heads and a tails. Next one, the Gatorade color. The lines that came out from DraftKings this year. We have an interesting purple at plus 225, wow. orange at plus 300, yellow or green up <laughs> to your own discretion <laughs> at plus 300, blue at plus 350, red at plus 350, clear at plus 1,000, or no Gatorade bath at all at plus 1,600. Mm. I'm going orange. I'm going. I'm going out on the limb here, guys. Oh, I'm going no Gatorade bath. Oh, I like that. that. I feel like Andy Reid would be the kind of guy to dodge the bath. Yo, like I'm going that. no Gatorade bath and maybe just like you said, Andy Reid or someone. But I, I would have to look more deeply in this. Like if you dodge it or you just if they just don't do it. But also, too, I, I can see a scenario where the Raiders facility says, hey, don't fucking do this or like don't do this on our field. We don't want you to 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 waste Gatorade all over this surface. No way. They don't give a fuck about that, man. <laughs> How do you they know? It's a, it's a newer stadium, bro. It is a newer stadium. You never know. All the events and shit that they do in there, they don't give a Bro, the Raiders aren't in it, so you never know how they, they might be salty. They might be salty about it. We'll find out. What else yeah. you got for us, folks? All right, next up, we have the flyover for the game. The line for the flyover of the game, there is over four and a half planes at minus 130 or under four and a half planes at minus 110. 
I'm going I'm going over. It's like it's definitely going over. I feel like also too like these these people who are flying the planes they're they're, they're looking at this line. They're looking at this line and they're all putting money on the over. Hey, we're going to win some extra money. Grab a grab another plane real quick. <laughs> uh under. <clears throat> it's going to be some big ass. Just a It's the Super bombers. Bowl show. You got to have some showmanship, Bo. Yeah, no, but I I think we're going to like we're going to see some tight formations, just three planes. Maybe some bombers, maybe a couple copters. You know what's going to be amazing? It's going to be three big planes, and you're going to think all the people who had the under are going to be like, yeah, and then planes are just going to drop out of those three big planes, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to go immediately to the over. <laughs> all right, next up, another time-honored tradition for the Super Bowl, Reba McIntyre's national anthem. The over-under set at 86 seconds a minute 26 that is shorter than the line has been for the past couple of years. So a bit of an interesting one here under for sure. Reba is a professional man. She's going to keep it tight. She knows it's not about her. She's just going to go up there and shine in 84 seconds. And that is where you are wrong. My friend, I'm going with the over because the super bowl is one of the most viewed things ever. And when you have a chance to have a stage like this, you have to soak it up and take it for what it's worth. So I'm going over 86 seconds for Reba. All right. A little bit more of a game-related one. Facts, me and you were talking about it before. <laughs> An offensive lineman to score a touchdown. Yes at minus 115. No at minus 105. I'm going yes. A thick yeah. six. There will yeah. be a thick six in this game. I, I don't know which side it will happen from, but I think Jeez. it will happen. I, I Yeah, probably with the Chiefs. Um, but – San Fran, they've done stuff with their tackles before, and these are both coaches where even if it's to try to mix up the defense, they do put offensive tackles out in passing routes. So I, I definitely think there, there will be one. All yes, right, and on to the halftime show. Who's doing the halftime show? We've got Usher, Bo, your favorite Usher? artist. Okay, cool. <laughs> Huge fan over here. The Butter King and Usher go way make back. love in this club. In this club. <laughs> Opening song favorite is at plus 200 for Yeah. There's also a variety of guests that have lines as to make an appearance. Alicia Keys at minus 320 to come out and do my boo. You've got Ludacris at minus 215. Lil John at minus 115. Lil Wayne at plus 550, among some others. Who do you guys think is going to come out and what do you think the first song will be? I am inclined to think that he might come out and instead of doing it's seven o'clock on the dot, he's going to say whatever time it is. And he's going to start with the melody with nice and slow. I think that he's going to do some dish rendition of nice and slow. And it might only be like five or 10 seconds. And then he's going to like jump into some dance shit. And then like another song <laughs> It's going to be fire though. I'm what excited. about guests? Who's he bringing on with him? Hmm. For guest. I think they all come out, honestly. I think, you think he brings the whole crew? Yeah, I think he does bring the whole crew. I, I, he's either going to bring the whole crew or he's going to prove his showmanship and not bring anyone out. That would be crazy too. He has his own his own um, residency, so like I don't I don't know how that show goes, and if if any guests are like or if guests are frequent in that show, but it's something where now if he's doing so well with that residency, he, he can kind of showcase that and show like a bigger a bigger audience of kind of what he does on a daily basis um, with with this performance. Bo thoughts first song guest. 
Well, I think that he's going to come out with love in this club because I fucking like that song and I kind of want to speak that shit into existence. So that's what I'm thinking. And then also I did a little bit of research on this, Fosh. I'm a big Usher guy. We all know that. Very outspoken about my love for Usher. Usher said that his 2024 Super Bowl halftime performance will pay tribute to the black artists who came before him. Facts, we've talked about February being Black History Month a little bit. I think he's going to go with like a throwback R&B artist. I'm not sure who exactly it's going to be, but, uh, you know, kind of like an, an OG old head from the R&B sphere. So I like that's, that. That's my bet. I like that. I like that, Bo. And last but not least, your pick for the game. We've got the Niners still favorited at minus 125. The Chiefs at plus 105. Mm. Who do you have walking away with Super Bowl 2024? Mm -mm -mm. I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. Can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. For some reason, I feel like it's going to be Kansas City minus 9.5. I said they won by 10. Wow. I said they won by 10. Coming out strong. Yeah, man. So the, what about the over-under, 47 and a half? Ooh. I mean, if they win by 10. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they win by 10. And the reason why I say that, I think um, Kansas City's defense, I, I think they I think they score on defense in this game. Ooh. Give me a give me a points. What do you think? What do you or, uh, a score? What do you got? How about 24 to 34? Bo, thoughts, comments? I'm going to go Niners just for fun, just for the conversations here. I, you know, I like the Chiefs. I'm a little sick of the Chiefs. They've been in the Super Bowl for the last five years. Love Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a great player. Love Travis, you know, but I kind of want the Niners. I just – I kind of want them. Come to win. So, a crazy stat. Patrick Mahomes has only lost to Tom Brady in the playoffs. That's the only person he has lost to. He's lost – Twice in the playoffs, and it was both to Tom Brady. No one else has beaten him. So well, maybe he's about to he, lose to Mr. And, Irrelevant, baby. And, and maybe he is. And, like, it's one of those things for me. Now, knowing that stat, I do not think I can bet against him until someone else does it. And even then, even then, I think it might take two more losses <laughs> for me to be like, you know what? Stay away from betting, betting on Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. 49ers, 27. Chiefs, 24. <sighs> in the books in the books books. in the books all right well that's a lot of good super bowl conversation dr facts really looking forward to head out to vegas we'll see about how these props hit i'm gonna do some other gambling as well you can find me at the craps table we're gonna get real butter at these dice so bring a little handkerchief to rub them off because they're gonna be absolutely buttery slipping out of my hands that's disgusting pause pause anyway moving on dr facts why don't you lead us through fast facts a little segment that I love where Nate leads us through some viral segments and quick hitters. This week on Fast Facts, we have Tom Brady taking a tee shot at Pebble Beach. Goes viral. And the biggest meme that that <laughs> came of this was that Tom Brady is one of us when it comes to the golf course. How, 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 do, you, how do you feel about this video? I fucking loved it, man. I love anything that humanizes professional athletes because we're all like – Special athletes are freaks. Brady's a great golfer, man. So to see him just chunk one right off the fucking tee box, you love to see it. Everyone, everyone's been there. You know, come on. Yeah, he compares himself to Johnny Drama after yeah, that. And if you have watched Entourage, that is a funny comparison. Next up, we have Oakland State's men's basketball student section giving out haircuts to distract opposing players while shooting free throws. <laughs> Would you get your haircut during the free throw, Bo? 
fuck no, I'm not cutting my hair for anything, but I will <laughs> tell you this, facts. I zoomed in on this video a little bit. These guys were shirtless rocking Speedos, and you know I'm a Speedo guy, so I love that. Good shit from the student section. Oh, my God. Next up, I knew this would be right up your alley, Bo. The Enhanced Games is set to take place in 2024 at the end of this year. Athletes not subject to any PED testing. How do you feel about this, bro? I'm fucking pumped. Let's see human. Uh, let's see some <laughs> peak human performance, man. But the thing, I think the, you know, I'm trying to think about which sports I'm most excited about seeing. My answer might surprise you, facts. Ping pong. I want to see some juiced up ping pong players just <laughs> ripping the fuck out of the ball at these games. Can't wait to tune in, man. Should bro, I, want, I wonder if they have to get reinforced balls. No, <laughs> because I feel like they're a, just uh, smashing them overhead. Bro, if you're a ping behind. pong player and you're using some type of fucking PED, like you have to be able to smash a ping pong ball. Like, yes so, or no, man. right? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like Balls of Fury. You ever see that movie? Yeah. Fucking amazing movie. It's scary to think about if they're going to do combat sports, if someone might potentially die. But t only time will tell. <laughs> Whatever gets the viewers going, man. Fuck it. Next up, Johnny Broom, Auburn basketball player, has jersey grabbed by Morgan Freeman courtside, swats hands away, and then goes back and realizes and apologizes to Morgan Freeman. What do you think about this? Dude, listen, I don't care if you're Morgan Freeman or Jesus Christ. You cannot grab somebody when they're on the field of play, all right? Like, I thought it was kind of funny. Love Morgan Freeman. But, like, hey, this, is, this game's not about you, Morgan. Come on, man. Unfortunately, I hate to be in dad mode, but I just don't like this because it, it sets a precedent that a star is bigger than a fan when you're sitting courtside. And especially if the player – reacts that way it usually causes for a fan or someone to get thrown out and i just don't understand why he did it in the first place i know it didn't mean any harm but it's just a sticky situation because what if that swat would have hit morgan freeman in the face would it be a different situation would we be mad at the kid i don't know but hopefully people know not to touch players when they're when they're performing on that you, hey, you touch a, a basketball player on the on the court you kind of deserve a swat in the face man <laughs> i don't care if you're morgan freeman <laughs> malice go watch malice at the palace <laughs> if you yeah. don't understand why <laughs> next up during kentucky tennessee game aaron bradshaw kissed toby awaka in the middle of a fight H have you seen this video <laughs> i'm watching it right now dude <laughs> Just plants one on him. Plant, like, just kisses him right I on the I love that. Like, how do, you, how do you respond to that? You know, what do you do? There's, the fight's over. You just got kissed. You got smooched. It's done. You won the fight. Like, bro, what? You know, he's a lover, hell? not a fighter, bro. I, I, that's, a, that's a fucking 4D chess play right there. You can't come back from that. You just got smooched. Bro, is that... What are you going to do? Is that assault? Like, I don't know what that is, bro. Like, that's so weird. That's that so funny, bro. I fucking love that. See, the, that's a problem <laughs> with fights in the NFL, bro. We got these helmets on. I can't just kiss dudes mid-fight. It's bullshit. Bro, you're a sicko. We need more love. <laughs> you know, he's a lover, not a fighter. We need more of that. It's good. <laughs> we'll end fast facts on that. No. <laughs> that is crazy, bro. Kissing that's someone so mid-fight. Bro, he got right up in his face and just smooched him. Oh, my That's God. So like, yeah, like, good. what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? His mouth looked a little bit open, too, facts. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where do you go from there? Like, you think they talked about that in the locker room? All right. Moving on. <laughs> we talk about a lot of guy stuff on the pod. We talk about the Super Bowl, some fun Super Bowl memories from your boy, B.A. I got my ring on. You guys hey, might be wondering. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see that ring again, bro. 
Tee um, so you might be wondering, what am I supposed to talk to my girl about? She doesn't give a shit about the Super Bowl. Well, actually, she probably does because Taylor Swift is going to be there. And Taylor has been absolutely dominating the headlines lately. And also, she just announced that she has a new album coming out. It is called the Tortured Poets Department. Not quite sure how I feel about that name, Taylor, but I'm honestly, I'm pretty excited. I don't know how Taylor Swift has time to do all this stuff. Honestly, it's fucking impressive. She's a workhorse, man. She is everywhere. She's <laughs> at the Grammys. She's at football games. She's going to be at the Super Bowl. She's going to be in Japan on her tour like she had a movie come out like ultimate entertainer bro it's honestly impressive man if you go back bro if you go back until our earlier episodes you guys used to get on me whether this was a marketing move or not and it worked out i told you it was gonna work numbers for her like on both ends like it's gonna be mutually beneficial for for all parties involved if it goes well but the nfl the, the amount of money the NFL have, has soaked out of this, like, I, I think was is kind of a curveball. Okay, real talk. I watched a little bit of the Grammys, and when Taylor Swift announced her new album, they, like, cut to uh, different performers in the audience. It was so funny. First, it was, like, Miley Cyrus, and they all had just the most awkward, like, smiles on their faces, like, oh, this motherfucker is releasing another album. It was, like, Miley Cyrus and Olivia Rodrigo and then Ed Sheeran. It was a really funny moment, I thought, like, you got to it's funny to announce because it's not like the the Grammys is kind of an industry event, you know, not like a fan event. Yep. So like she's announcing that she's doing and, and they're just like, oh, fuck, you know, they had these awkward smiles on. It was it was pretty funny. I'm I'm just disappointed. She could have waited one more day and dropped her album on 420. She <laughs> might have she might have grabbed a whole new genre of people that just might happen to. Stumble onto her album that day, <laughs> but bro, I don't think anyone's stumbling onto Taylor Swift these days. She's fucking everywhere, bro. Yeah. Like as as much as you say that, like I like I promise you, like I've never listened to a Taylor album all the way through. I barely know Taylor's songs. I know she's amazing, and she has the numbers and the the backing for it. But she's just not really my cup of tea. That's how I feel about Drake. That's how you feel about Drake? No, I, like, I mean, I like Drake. I just also like shitting on Drake. I don't like people who are obsessed with Drake. Like, we're at the concert, and there are these people in front of us, and it was like those old clips you see of the Beatles, you know, where, like, people are losing their fucking minds. And this girl, it was like the best day of her life seeing Drake. Just didn't do it for me, man. I didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> Bro, at the end of the day, don't go to a Drake concert if you don't want to see fans being excited to see Drake. Hey, at the end of the day, if you're going to get an IV, replenish and rehydrate, have them throw some Toradol in there for you. <laughs> Vitamin T. Vitamin Guys, T. tune in every week on Wednesday. Faction the King on all social media platform. Like, comment, and subscribe. And if any of our listeners are in Vegas and you see Dr. Facts or the Butter King, say what up. Let's take some pictures. Don't be afraid. And we appreciate everyone for tuning in every week. See you next week. Yep.